Hey, I'm Amanda Vernon. And I'm Father Matt Face, and this is We Should Pray. The podcast in which we discuss how prayer changes tragedy into comedy. This week we talk about falling in love with God, mm. how beautiful that is, mm-hmm. how sad that can be, <laughs> staying in love, and, and, and how sad it can be to fall out of love. Even more sad. Yeah. Got pretty dark there. Yeah. But then we... But then we pray, Mm -hmm. we sing. I mean, thankfully I don't. (laughs) There's some singing involved. And then we laugh at uh, the beauty of uh, the continuation of God's love. Mm -hmm. And Chesterton. Chesterton. Some great quotes from from Chesterton. Yeah. And also modern day. Look. Chesterton. Okay, yeah. Also known as, say it, say it, say it, say it. Justin Bieber. Comedy, tragedy, vanity, vanities. We should pray. We should pray. So I think today we're going to talk about falling in love with God. Ooh, is it like falling in love with God or is it like falling in love uh-huh. with God? ¿Por qué like no with God falling in love. Okay. Like Kiara. Like Kiara. Mm-hmm. How so? Okay. So Kiara is eight years old now. Mm-hmm. My daughter, our daughter. David, do you want to show yourself? Hey, <laughs> my first... transitions aren't super fast. <laughs> You're doing great. They we love it. They eventually come. <laughs> Our first daughter, Kiara, she falls in love so easily. I would say all of our children do, but she expresses it mm. effusively. Mm-hmm. And we eventually asked her to stop saying, I love you. To every person she meets. Yeah. Because like <laughs> it's so it's it's lovely. I think it's lovely as her mom, but I'm trying to think of it from the perspective of the other person, like the Amazon delivery person who's just like at the door <laughs> and she's like, hello, hi, hi, what's your name? He's like, Tim. She's like, thanks for bringing these gifts, Tim. I love you. He's like, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, I love you too. Thanks. <laughs> bye um so so i i eventually i told her i'm like kiara like david and i said you can't just tell please don't say i love you to every person maybe just in our family and then you could ask us if you want to tell someone else and she's like why though and and so i'm trying to teach her that the love that she has for others is good Mm -hmm. and so we said well maybe maybe you can express it in a different way since maybe the person doesn't know you personally Mm -hmm. yet and might not know what those words mean to you um so what's another way that you could express i love you without just saying those three words and she's like how about Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Great start. Really good. She's like, or like, goodbye, take care. Like, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so when I think about falling in love with God, I think about Kiara. And there's this beautiful quote from Chesterton, which we were talking about yeah. earlier. And David, maybe you can show that on the screen. And I thought, Father Matt, you could read it. Absolutely. For us up there. 
Because children have a bounding vitality, because they are in spirit fierce and free, therefore they want things repeated and unchanged. They always say, do it again, and the grown-up person does it again, until he is nearly dead. For grown-up people are not strong enough to exult in monotony. Mm. Chesterton, man. Grown-up people are not strong enough to exult in monotony. For grown-up people are not strong, strong enough, enough to exalt One in more time. monotony. <laughs> no, we've reached the end I of my stream. I think that's <laughs> We, you and I use the phrase falling in love mm-hmm. when we share our story, mm-hmm. like publicly. Um, I'm thinking about like audiences or congregations, yeah. depending on the setting, uh, where we've shared our story and then i i'm thinking of like the teens yeah their reaction you know yeah they they like zone in yeah like focused when we talk about that i'm like and then i'm talking about being like 14 years old i'm like and then i fell in love and they're like tell me more what are you talking about this applies to my life personally (laughs) (laughs) everything about this is important (laughs) however uh some of the adults yeah they, they respond differently sometimes. They were not as excited. Yeah. <laughs> How do they act? Uh, <laughs> don't talk about that. Could you please stop saying those words? <laughs> uh, that's uncomfortable. Could it be like because Love, of who we are? That's just something young people say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we like to say, you know, we've said many times that our story or in our ministry mm-hmm. is for the young and the young at heart. Yeah. Because if you're old at heart, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> falling in love, ew. <laughs> the old hearted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like Chesterton says, right? Like they, they can't, they can no longer exult in that monotony. And man, maybe it's because they experienced it so much already, but oh, what a sad place then to like not be able to rejoice in it. Yeah, to be old at heart. <laughs> well, old at, at heart. heart. Old in heart, yeah. <laughs> and okay, so when we're talking about falling in love, it's not, I, I don't always think of that as like something overtly romantic or like sexualized. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm thinking of a friend of mine from college who, I love this talking about college as though like I was there for a long time. <laughs> a really long time, yeah. A lot of stories. So when I visited college, I met this one. <laughs> This one girl who you know, we've stayed in contact over like social and I saw she posted on Instagram a picture of her with her newborn niece. So mm-hmm. my, my friend is a twin and her twin sister had her first child. Uh-huh. And so there's my friend holding this little baby and the caption said something like, now I know that falling in love is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful to think of how close that connection is. You know, like twins, how they're like just so, so connected from <laughs> from the womb. And then like that her seeing this baby who is in her sister's womb, just like that's the kind of feeling that we're talking about, right? Like Absolutely. falling in love with God. Yeah. God is is in that, is supplying it, is... Yeah, that it's 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 actually falling into the love of God, right? Mm. And then falling with that love. Yeah, but falling in love elsewhere. is embarrassing. Falling in love. 
Why? Because you have to fall. <laughs> it's the, the falling, falling part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, falling in love. That's not embarrassing. I think staying in love. That's the embarrassing part. Why? Because well, like if you fall in love, like that's just a thing. And like that's like a, a moment. One, a moment. Yeah. But like staying in love, that's like long. <laughs> and then like okay, people but- will see it. <laughs> Like you have to prove it. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of embarrassing moments that come along with staying in love. Because like your heart is like all out there for yeah, you're invested other in people it. to yeah, observe. People, people can make fun of it. Oh yeah. Oof. You know, I I heard this TED talk on YouTube and mm-hmm. the the presenter she studies like infidelity. So she she studies basically people who have decided that they're not in love anymore and have also decided like to change their entire life right to leave that relationship or in in this case like to cheat Mm -hmm. and um it was really it was really i don't know profound but also sad to hear her say that staying like in a relationship in marriage particularly staying is the new shame Mm. what like what does anything come to mind for you with that phrase that's sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because like versus, like she was making a cultural observation, right? Like in generations past, if someone says like, I'm leaving my marriage, mm-hmm. I'm leaving this lifelong commitment. It was, that was shameful in the sense of like, oh, you're going to be hurting your children. You're going to be, you know, hurting your community, mm-hmm. going against your your vow, your promise that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, but now in our culture, if someone expresses unhappiness or any sort of discontentment in their marriage and then they decide to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you get shamed. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, it, yeah, that that sense of um, like when someone leaves a relationship, right? Especially a, a marriage, like a divorce. The, you, the the sense now, right? You have to support that, or like, oh my, like you're so brave to be doing that, or it's so yeah. like strong of you to leave. Oh, I don't even like hearing about it. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and hey, David, there's a verse. A Bible verse about, I didn't send it to you. I'm wondering if you'd be able to look it up. It's like how Jesus, God says, like, I think it's the Old Testament. Am I making this more graphic than it actually was? It was like something like when, like a baby being cut in half is like when man and woman separate. Is that right? Am I like conflating? Am I conflating Bible stories? No, no, no. But I thought he was saying that like that divorce to god is like being ripped apart like a person being ripped apart could be i know a lot of the bible but not all of it and that's not (laughs) ringing any bells okay we'll research that i feel like this is gonna yield the solomon story uh that search about yeah okay about the baby being cut in half maybe we can come back to it um so for the moment we should pray (laughs) yeah yeah, we should pray. What do you have over there? Um, I have uh, the, for the directory of devotional prayer from the Congregation of Holy Cross, um, which has for us just a number of 
um, set prayers for us, specifically for the congregation, um, prayers by our founder, Blessed Basil Moreau, and um, other things. But this is this is one of my favorite prayers from here, um, written specifically during adoration. Um, and it's uh, an act of desire. Mm. So I thought maybe if you start with that, mm-hmm. since it's like from your family, yeah. your community, then I could add in a prayer from our family. Well, my ancestors, as it were, who handed on this song, like generation to generation. And then it's the song, the first love song that David and I sing to our, our children. I say sing. Um, at each of their birth. Like I would, they'd hand the baby to me, right? And like Jamal or any of our three daughters were like on my chest here. And then David would come over and we'd sing this song as they're like, welcome into the world. And it's a song that we still sing a lot, usually when they're tucking them in for bed. So probably David will sing it with me. Uh, Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. He might join in singing. You never know like how the spirit's going to move in this prayer. But if he does sing with me, I'm sure he'll stick to the melody (laughs) so that I could sing the harmony. Let's pray. We should pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, O adorable Savior, come into a soul that longs for you as a thirsty deer for a spring. Draw me to yourself. Turn me into you. Be in me, and let me be in you, as your Father is in me, as your Father is in you, and you are in the Father. Come and live in me, that I may no no more be mine, and that I may be intimately united to you, so as to be one with you. I cannot live any longer without you. Come and enliven my soul. May I be entirely consumed by your love. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in the morning, Jesus in the noontime, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus when the sun goes down. Love him, love him, Love him in the morning, love him in the noontime. Love him, love him, love him when the sun goes down. Amen. Amen. This reminds me of Justin Bieber. Ah, what? (sighs) That. Well, first of all, I love Justin Bieber. And okay, remember that Justin Bieber hat I used to have? I do. I thought it was kind of a joke at the time because it was before I became a believer. (laughs) And it was purple and it had like the bright bluish obnoxious B emblem on the top and then like his name, his last name on the side. I don't know why I got rid of that hat. I just wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't the right time. I got rid of it. And now seriously though Justin Bieber has been coming out with some amazingly 
theological lyrics lately. Uh, have you noticed that? I have not noticed. I'm talking theology of the body, okay? From the Bieber. From the Biebs. And <laughs> I really think if we're talking about falling in love with God or with God falling in love, uh, we ought to reflect Bieber? on those lyrics. <laughs> All right, look, because it's lyrics, I'll, I'll trust you in this. Okay. But I'm skeptical. Maybe, okay, I'll recite them. Or maybe I should sing. I'll recite it like a poem. There you go. Okay, could we have the lyrics up on the screen? All right, here we go. We started with Chesterton. Now we have modern day Chesterton. That's that's quite the quote. Uh, we'll see. Always rain the most in April. Every scale needs to be stable. Earth keeps spinning round. We're breathing. So thankful. My love for you is habitual. Yeah. Not for a moment, but forever. Now it sounds untraditional. Yeah. Never ungrateful for it. That's how we both want it. Habitual. Can't nobody keep me like you. Call it unconventional. Our love is habitual. Yeah. All right. That's okay. Sing it. Sing it. That's pretty good. Always rain most in April. All right. The rest is for my patrons. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be box. Uh, you like Justin Bieber too, right, David? Oh yeah. What's your He's favorite a Bieber. Bieber song? Hmm. Uh, oh, that party song <laughs> with Ed Sheeran. Oh, uh, which one? Remember the. Uh, the love yourself song I like. Oh, <laughs> that's what I covered. If you like the way you look, then yeah. Much. I mean, it, it might not be appropriate, but <laughs> when he does um, the Despacito remix, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, is he's that, on is there. That the song? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Depends on like what yep. the context. Are they married? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of marriage. Really liking that Despacito remix. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> marriage, I was thinking about our anniversary, David, this year. And the morning of our anniversary, our little children were up running around being loud as they do. And I, I was out here in the kitchen and then... I don't know. For some reason, I was laying on the carpet because I love to lay on the carpet. So I was laying on the carpeting and I was reading. I was reading that Chesterton quote that we shared earlier. Mm -hmm. And I was just filled with awe, like thinking about how we were celebrating our anniversary, 11 years and just this this repetition of our family life that's so infused with glory and so I'm sitting there like looking at this quote. It happened. It was, it showed up on an Instagram post that somebody shared and my eyes must've just been like, I don't know. I think I was crying a little and Kiara comes up to me. She's like, mom, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just reading this. And I started to, to kind of explain it to her. And she's like, your face looks like how I feel about Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Logan, David? And then you realize it was just Justin Bieber lyrics. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Logan is a, a boy at school, I believe. Yeah. One of the many. <laughs> I love you. 
<laughs> and so uh, it's it's a longer quote than what we shared at the beginning. So maybe David, you could you could pull up the second half of this quote, and Father Matt, you could read it for us. Yeah, sure. Perhaps God is strong enough to exalt in monotony. It is possible that God says every morning, do it again to the sun, and every evening, do it again to the moon. It may not be automatic necessity that makes all daisies alike. It may be that God makes every daisy separately, but has never got tired of making them. And it may be that he has the eternal appetite of infancy. For we have sinned and grown old, and our father is younger than we. Mm. So I'm sitting there, uh, laying there rather, <laughs> the carpeting, reading this quote while the kids are like running around. And all of a sudden the doorbell rings and I get upset because I think I thought in that moment that David had scheduled like somebody to come over to our house because we this was right after we moved to our new house some kind of September yeah and we had all of these people like people coming to help with the with the yard and the HVAC system and just kind of getting the house into running order for our family after it hadn't been occupied for you know a couple of months and so it's like early in the morning the doorbell rings I'm like and like David's still Instantly asleep. Upset. David's still asleep. And I'm like, okay, he's not even awake. And I'm in like <laughs> in pajamas or whatever. The kids are running around. And okay, it's fine. It's like it's our anniversary. And I open the door and there's this woman standing there. And she's like, hi, isn't Andrew here? I'm like, no, that's it's probably David. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, it was an Andrew Perot. I'm like, oh, Andrew Peroni. Yeah, that's our friend. She's like, oh, he sent you these. And I look and it's like some chocolates and it's and it's these Gerber daisies. <laughs> and I'm like, Gerbera. oh, Gerbera. Gerbera time pause. OK, I always thought that these daisies, you know, like the bright, colorful ones that come in like the like a pot. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole thing is colorful. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing is colorful and there'll be various colors. Well, I thought they were I've always thought, I guess, to this day that they were Gerber daisies like gerber like gerber. the gerber baby do like, you have an like image the baby of the, food oh yeah like i just picture that little baby <laughs> just surrounded by daisies now like the baby with its like that head but then the daisy yeah thing sprouting that's, out around that's yeah just cute <laughs> but um let's also show them david a picture of what these daisies actually look like just for reference the bright colorful ones they are so, beautiful so now, so now I have Gerber alongside Gerber, so okay. people can you know compare, <laughs> contrast. Which one's cuter? Conflate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's the flowers that came to the house, and so I like take them sheepishly. I'm like, oh, thanks, thank you, bless you, bless Andrew, and bless David. And so, and then there's like a note from Andrew that's like, happy anniversary, guys. Hope you're having a great day. Oh, there's a cake. Remember that little the little chocolate cake, David? Mm. It was so it was so sweet. And then I'm like looking at this, at these flowers, and they're they're daisies, right? And here I was just like in tears over the thought of of God saying to each and every daisy that He's creating, do it again. Yeah. And here He's like, <laughs> here's a bunch of them. Yeah. Sending awesome. me <clears throat> the same 
flowers. And then you were thinking, deliver them again. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, again. <laughs> with more chocolate, though. Uh, yeah. So I I feel like we're kind of short on this episode. Is it a quick episode? It has been so far. Mm-hmm. 23. I still really want to find that Bible verse about like how God hates divorce. It's like God hates divorce. And then it says like what divorce is like in God's mind. So... In the meantime, um, I was hoping to give a little pep talk. Okay. Pep talk mm-hmm. about what? A pep talk about love. Oh, sounds good. And I think it'll just be, once again, like the talk that I need to hear. <laughs> ah. Oh, I did, I did find um, yes. about hating divorce. Okay. Not Does about, it say anything about a baby? Not about the baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, a... I'm conflating the baby images. Okay, some of the it's baby a Gerber images. problem. <laughs> All right, let me try to switch to the desktop view here. Let's see if I can do it and read Whoa, it at the same fancy. time. All right, uh, uh, let's see if I see if I can handle it. Okay, that's why we got you here. Okay, no, nope, that, that didn't work. That many, goes many. to my calendar. <laughs> uh, okay. Good thing we have no secrets. So um, seriously, we don't. Yeah. But let me read it. Let me read yeah. It. <laughs> we'll just soak it in. Okay. So the verse is from, this is New American Standard Bible translation, mm-hmm. Malachi 2, verse Malachi. 16. And it's, for I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, and him who covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of armies. So be careful about your spirit that you mm. do not deal treacherously. Wow. A strong language from the Lord. Be careful about your spirit. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I think that the Justin Bieber song was, I don't care. <laughs> it's random, but I'm going to oh, yeah. pull it, tie it all back care. together. Mm-hmm. I don't care because I'm with my baby. Yeah. All the bad things disappear and you're making me feel like maybe I am somebody. I could deal with the bad nights when I'm with my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Don't think I'm fitting at this party. Everyone's got so much to say. Oh, yay. I heard this comedian, John Christ, who is like, if Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber are having a hard time fitting in at parties, there's no hope for the rest of us. (laughs) What hope do we have? (laughs) Uh, Be careful with your spirit. I feel really inspired right now, so I'm just going to speak Go what for I'm inspired to say, this. and we have more minutes. So something I've been reflecting on in our marriage is how I do not vent about David. I do not like, I don't call somebody up and say like a friend of mine, like I'm so upset because David did this and this, and I'm, and this is how I feel. And it's his fault or whatever. Like, Along those lines. Now, I, I might feel those things, but I don't go and just spew my feelings out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I refer to you as my best friend. 
outside my marriage. And I just, I don't, even to you as my best friend, I do not yeah. <laughs> vomit emotionally uh, about David. About David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be clear. Yeah. I do vent to a s- limited amount of people, but not about David ever. Mm-hmm. And Instead, when I had those feelings and they're bubbling up and I need to express them, I take them to the Lord. Mm-hmm. In fact, the other day I was like in the garage speaking aloud to God, like, but like in words. And I was looking at our van and I was like, where could I drive away from this place to make such a statement? But I hope said it feel. And, uh, <laughs> Instead, I went back inside and did the dishes, <laughs> um, but loudly though, you know, like with the clanging, like forcefully washing yeah, them. I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> this will show them. I'm like, here's your <laughs> act of service, love language. <laughs> yeah, like if I break it, I don't have to wash it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I remember like looking at my wedding ring and. You know, there's there's this moment. Okay, so my wedding ring was also my promise ring, my chastity ring that my dad gave me when I was 14. So I made this promise to my dad to save my virginity for my future husband someday if God was calling me to the sacrament of marriage. And it, when my dad gave me this gift, he wrote this letter for me, which you know I've shared about many mm-hmm. times in our book and in different talks. But he said... Uh, there will come a time when temptation seems to be the only thing that surrounds you in that moment. Let this ring be a gentle reminder to pray for God's wisdom and grace. Mm -hmm. And remember that I always love you. And so I never reached that moment. Like I always knew, hold on before we got married, I never really reached that moment where I felt like temptation was the only thing that was around me. I just, I kind of like had this sense, like I'll know, like when that moment comes, I'll know, right? And I'm going to have this ring and it's going to be a reminder because we need the moment of truth. But like that juncture never came before we were married. Turns out though, that this is the same ring that my dad gave me. It just like, we enhanced it. <laughs> like this is my, <laughs> now it's like the diamond from my grandma's engagement ring that they saved for me and like there's more gold Mm -hmm. around it but it's the same sapphires it includes the same gold that my dad gave me for my my promise ring and so I remember looking at it and thinking uh what if that moment of truth comes after we're married like that makes me nervous also um Mm -hmm. and I remember that it did like after we were married um and it's happened a number of times including the other night when I was just, I was just upset and it seemed like temptation was the only thing around me. Like the temptation to leave, not necessarily to just get in our minivan and drive away. Cause that's not glamorous. I would have like <laughs> called a lift and taken a plane, but um, no, but like it was about leaving in my heart. Like the temptation was to separate. Mm-hmm in my heart, like to turn away and to not keep the communication open, to, to vent to somebody else, to, to withdraw my heart. And so I just love that, that verse about how God hates divorce. So be careful with your spirit. Mm -hmm. 
Because like, isn't that where it starts? Like in, in the heart, in your spirit, if you're going to either stay in love, as you said, like it's embarrassing because it's humiliating in the, in the, in the, in the good sense, right? Like yeah. it keeps you humble to, to stay in love, to choose to stay. And, and so I just want to encourage whoever's listening or watching this today. And maybe it's years in the future. Maybe it's my kids or grandkids. Hi, grandkids. I love greeting my grandkids and podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that choosing to stay in love in the moment is a heroic choice. Mm-hmm. And that it's not, a, it's not a choice that, you can make on your own without God's grace. So grateful to my dad for reminding me to pray for God's wisdom and grace. And it's through those prayers, Lord, grant me wisdom, grant me grace. I don't have it now that I've been able to stay in love and that our marriage has been able to be such a source of beauty and just thinking about, you know, Matt with, with you, like how we're able to share the story of our friendship mm-hmm. of caring about each other so much from such a young age and how that doesn't have to go away. Like it, it that can still blossom within our own respective vocations. Yeah. And that this, the love that the Lord shows us as he cares about us and desires us and is in us and, like Kiara's falling in love with everyone she meets, that that is meant to persist, that that kind of love is never meant to be divided or torn apart. That's beautiful. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's, um, I mean, so on, on this side of all of that, though I am myself not a believer, <laughs> that is, I, I mean, y- you're right in pointing out that that what, what Justin Bieber's doing with those lyrics is is really beautiful in in like borderline mystical mm-hmm. right of like pointing out that like especially in our culture now but like all throughout human history like that's really hard like to stay in love mm-hmm. that's difficult and embarrassing and um and right now it it is it can be right? unconventional yeah yeah but he but he's recognizing the beauty of going against that Mm-hmm. and staying in that uh, that is really well said i'm embarrassed to admit <laughs> that i agree with the bieber <laughs> and in yet, this particular part here we are yeah <laughs> so thanks for listening i feel like this has been a little bit repetitive uh as well i think following an episode last week's or our last episode mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Right. We wanted to pick up where we left off. Yeah. And we'll probably pick that back up again <laughs> next time. <laughs> love, 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 love. Will they talk about something else? Probably not. <laughs> That's the end. Do, 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 do. That's the end. We'd like to thank the Congregation of Holy Cross for allowing Father Matt to do ministry with me and with our company. Um, It's been 
really, really a blessing for David and me to be able to have Father Matt, who is like godfather to one of our daughters, who's one of our dearest friends, also work with us and do ministry with us. And, you know, we wouldn't be doing that without the full support of the Congregation of Holy Cross. Thank you also to Amanda Vernon patrons who support Amanda in her ministry as she shares her gifts, her love, her stories of falling in love with God uh, with people all over. Uh, and it's, uh, you share that, but also fall in love, I guess I'm saying the both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's thanks to uh, Amanda Vernon patrons that she's able to support her family as she does that. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is our full-time job, David, and, and mine. And so, especially in this time when we don't have our live events going on, at least at the time of this recording, having patrons who support our ministry on a monthly basis where we can then in turn send them our work so that they can listen to my songs before anyone else. Special videos, special reflections. Yeah. yeah. It just is an amazing blessing to be able to continue with our ministry even in this time so if you'd like to become a patron visit amandavernon.com slash patron this week we talk about falling in love with god how beautiful and wonderful that is mm. wait wait sorry i kind of burped <laughs> dude <laughs> how sad it also is <laughs>